I'm Jan Orman, GP Services Consultant at the Black Dog Institute. Recently I caught up with Professor Gavin Andrews after he'd given a talk at the Institute and I asked him a few questions about e-mental health, specifically hoping to get his ideas about what GPs could do to help patients get the best out of online programs. You probably know or at least know of Professor Andrews already. He's Professor of Psychiatry at the University of New South Wales and head of the team that developed the This Way Up suite of online therapy programs. This Way Up, if you don't already know about it, is a highly regarded suite of diagnosis-specific online therapy programs with a big evidence base. In 2016, the programs became available as an app for use on mobile devices and cost around $60 for unlimited access. If you sense a bit of familiarity in this interview, it's because Gavin and I have known each other for quite a long time, since I did my Masters in Psychological Medicine under his tutelage last century. I started by asking Gavin about one of his favourite subjects, the efficacy of ICBT. We've shown that people who complete our ICBT courses 60% uh, no longer meet criteria for whatever troubled them at the beginning. 20% have improved but not, are not fully well and 20% haven't budged. And we can't tell you how to pick them at the front end. Mm -hmm. We think that those results are pretty permanent and relapse is not a big deal, which is a big surprise. So what the hell's gone on? Well, the answer is they've had the best possible cognitive behaviour therapy content delivered to them in the most systematic way possible. Is it equal to face-to-face? -face? Yes, if it's always been shown to be equal to face-to-face, -face, if the face-to-face -face is delivered uh, by someone who, who knows they're being evaluated and researched. Mm. But in the real world, face-to-face -face psychologists are wicked. They get seduced by patients. Oh, doctor, I've got to tell you what happened to my sister's child at the weekend. You can't say, I don't want to hear but the computer does, it just sits there. It sounds like Professor Andrews would like us to refer everyone to online CBT, doesn't it? In fact, this is how he sees it. And I think basically you start by doing ICBT, reliably, reliability, the same content all the time, mm -hmm. is better than sporadic brilliance. And you then wait for the people who didn't get better. If half are going to get better, for $50, then uh, bingo, then you take the half that didn't get better and refer them for face-to-face -face so that the clinicians can sort out what's really going on. I asked Gavin what we can do to encourage people to try online therapy. When GPs prescribe, as with everything, 20% of people will tear up the script and leave it in the garden as they leave. So they're lost. I think that would probably apply to referral to psychologists as well. And to more for that. And, uh, but it, reply, it applies to scripts for Prozac. Mm -hmm. I mean, so we're not talking about those people. Um, we're talking about people who say, thank you, doctor, I intend to log on. And who do log on? Or do fill the script and take the first pill? Um, about 55% of people, whatever you do, will complete.
You mentioned in your talk just now that 25% completed if there was no clinician involved. Correct. People just surfing the web or told by their Aunt Mary this good program uh-huh. who just come to our site and do it unsupervised, unprescribed, about 25% of those who do lesson one do lesson six. Okay. So there's an argument for having a clinician involved. Oh, yeah. In the talk prior to this interview, Professor Andrews had presented some work that showed guided bibliotherapy and ICBT for depression were equally effective. You said some really interesting things just now about um, books and um, uh, ICBT and the equivalence of those two. Can I get you to tell me about that again? There's a good book called Beating the Blues, that sold 150,000 copies throughout Australia and is now out of print. Jill Ball and... No, Susan, Jill Ball and Sue Tanner. Other way around. Susan oh. Tanner and Jill Ball. <laughs> oh, right, OK. Um, and it's a lovely book because it was written by the school mm-hmm. and the content of our ICBT is virtually no different. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, the ICBT, has ways of encouraging people to keep going. They get measured, they get alerts, they get encouragers, and so on. In our study, we did the same with the book. We encouraged people to do it, to mm-hmm. read it, to mm-hmm. use it, and they made the same progress. Mm-hmm. So you encouraged them at the beginning, or did you have some contact with them during their yeah. reading of the book? Okay. Just like we, I mean, it, they weren't free-range animals. We just didn't send them a free book and say, mm. see you later. Mm. 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 We stayed on their case, mm-hmm. not onerously, but at least to inculcate guilt. Mm-hmm. Okay, guilt always works well. Oh, well, I'm a guilt-inducing <laughs> person. You do know that. <laughs> uh, my hypothesis is that if GPs were actively involved in an ongoing way while patients were doing ICBT, you would get better adherence. I hope so. Uh, and and this is why I encourage GPs to... I know, and you're wonderful. Oh, thank you. The way you... I'm pleased we're recording this. <laughs> Gavin Andrews thinks she's wonderful. Um, I mean, it's no different to the research studies, because then we do, we are on people's case. Mm-hmm. Um, we email them and say, where are you? Um, we are encouraging and we get 75-80% adherence. What sort of evidence base should GPs look for? Straightforward in this miserable world. You need replicated trials, RCTs, replicated always by the investigator because no-one else will replicate until you've done it twice. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully again by somebody else. And then another group. Five of our programs have been replicated by independent researchers, Mm -hmm. getting comparable results, great. And then you want to know that they actually work in practice in the hands of GPs, and we've got that. Mm -hmm. And then you want to know that more than just the level of symptoms changes, their quality of life improves, their workforce participation doubles, uh, their risk factors drop away. If you're treating someone who's had uh, a coronary, you just don't want to improve blood flow to the heart. You want to make certain that they quit smoking, that they exercise, get that out of bed, get out of bed, and they eat sensibly. You mm. want their risk factors to go down. Mm. And so we have gathered evidence that our ICBT programs lowers the vulnerability to future episodes, mm-hmm. exactly as you do if someone has a coronary. 
You were just saying earlier about um, using ICBT in chronic illness like diabetes mm -hmm. and arthritic pain. And the thing that caught my attention is the fact that the ICBT didn't just fix their depression, which, which was aimed at, but it actually improved their pain yeah. in the case of arthritis. And I know that it also improves diabetes self-management. Yeah. So I, I think those things are really... I think they're powerful. Very powerful. And I don't think Prozac does that. No, and, and probably, in fact, I think quite the opposite. I think Prozac m encourages people to be dependent on the medication. It's yet another medication problem. and an elderly person with, who's on five meds anyway. Mm. Come on. Mm. That lovely TGA definition of what ICBT is struck me as well. What was it they said? That this is not a treatment. You teach people how to recover... And they do it themselves. In other words, you teach them how to fish. Or how, yeah, how, they, yeah. What's that thing from the UN? You don't, you don't you catch don't, fish people. You, you teach don't give them. a man a fish, you teach him how to fish. That's right. And he eats forever. So you improve their self-efficacy by yes. improving their... By educating them about yeah. what to do, and that's what ICBT does. And that's what the book, Beating the Blues, did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What a shame it's out of print. It's out of print. It's crazy. It's I used crazy. to use it all the time. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. We've got some copies over. We'll sell them to you at a very expensive price. <laughs> it's all right, I'll photocopy mine. Oops. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be breaching any copyright laws, but I am sorry that book isn't available anymore. So I think these are the take-home messages from that conversation. First of all, ICBT, or online CBT treatment, works. And it's got a better chance of working if a professional refers to it. It's got an even better chance of working if that health professional encourages people and follows them up. Be careful to choose programs with a good evidence base. And if you've got a good program, it doesn't just treat the problem, but reduces vulnerability as well. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'll look forward to talking with you next time.